0: We're really painting by numbers on the back half here. We're going to talk about what we mean as we cover the second half of season one of Jujutsu Kaisen this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody.
1: We're coming in a day early. How are you, bud? Chris, I'm doing good. We are We are here on a Wednesday evening uh yes
0: we are Fucking yeah margarita wednesdays baby
1: that's right i, I got something close uh I, I i almost went with another margarita but i was like man i've had margaritas like outside of the bud Selly last week i've had margaritas like two or three times in a row man um but i'm doing good i like, really that's a
0: big giveaway of what i'm doing <laughs>
1: oh okay that, that that's fair chrissy you you missed out on taco tuesday so you gotta make up for it right
0: god damn right
1: Um, But, yeah, we're covering, of course, the back half of Jujutsu Kaisen today, the last 12 episodes, uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, It it gets really tropey, like you mentioned, the Mm paint-by-numbers kind of thing. Um, We do get to learn who all these random characters who we met in Season 1 kind of are. We get some more backstory on them, um, more character development on our our characters that we do know. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, and I I I'll definitely say this. I it wasn't I'll just say this. I'll just I'll just rip the band-aid off. Um it's not my favorite of this uh, of like the current like big 3, right? I I think I'm enjoying there's other animes that I enjoy more than this and it's not that I mean it's it's the same goddamn formula. Let's go ahead and say that like they're doing the same thing that all the other shows are doing. I think I just don't care enough about these characters yet. Um there are some that are growing on me. But I think I I think I I just think I need to spend more time and I, I'm not really a fan so much of the way they're like pacing it. Because like we had like it took us a while to get there. Then we had this really, really awesome fight, which by the way, we definitely had we known, we definitely would have covered episodes one through thirteen in the first week because uh we're just like, oh, the first episode's the end of the fight that we covered last week. So it's like, well fuck me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so had we known that's what we'd have done. But we don't, we, 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 we're out of bounds here on a uh, Shonen and Suds, but, uh, and then we spend like almost this entire half with like, just them fight them doing like the, you know, pick your tournament, right? Every anime does this every, or at least every like Shonen anime does this. So it, it's again, very paint by numbers and I didn't mind it for the most part, but I was like, man, we just like killed off a character. We just had a really crazy fight. Like, the, like the, the whole thing with, like, Junpei and what was happening at the school, like, that was... Like, the emotions were high. The stakes were high there. And then they're just like, oh, hey, we're going to bring the dork squad back and try to get to know them a little bit more. And it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, we're going to show you that uh, that uh, fucking homeboy uh, uh, homeboy's still alive. And it's just... Or Yuji is still alive. And it's like, okay, I, I, I don't know. I felt like I still wasn't over the, the gravity of what just happened. Um... So, I, I don't know. I think maybe they could have leaned in, you know, eased into it a little bit more. But, again, I don't know what I'm expecting because I don't really know enough about this show yet. But it's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'll say that. It's not bad. It's just not my favorite.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I think it does have the potential to definitely, like, become one of the greats, though. Um, sure. As, far as oh, animation things like that upside. go. Yeah, and, like, the fight all scenes, like, like we talked about before the podcast, like, the fight scenes are incredible. Um, Dude,
0: the fight between uh GNO's like... name Toto, Togo, whatever his name is. Dude, that yeah. was that was hands down. That's hands down been my favorite part in this whole uh in this whole season because like it just anim- it was just the animation was beautiful. Like I, I don't know, like I like their dynamic.
1: Yeah. And uh, of course, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I am Cody Snodgrass.
0: And I am Chris Adams and welcome back to the Wednesday edition. Of course, you'll be listening to it on normal uh, at normal time. And uh, yeah, man, we're excited. We're talking second half of season one of Jujutsu Kaisen. So, spoilers coming your way if we haven't spoiled anything yet. So uh, this is your uh, this is the last stop before we go to spoiler city.
1: <laughs> that is right, Chris. This is the final stop. Um, That's right. And uh, yeah, before we jump into Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, we got I got a little bit of news for us. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we have our poll winner, and uh, I guess we, we can just go ahead and throw that in here now. Um, yeah, so, let's do it. I, I threw up a late poll, Chris. Um, like a one okay. or two day. Not, uh, it was one day. I'm lying. I'm not... I'm not... I'm, not gonna, right. I, I'm, 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 bl- I'm lying when I'm saying it was two days. It was one day. Like <sighs> 20 hours at best. I uploaded it last <laughs> night. Um, and Bubble, the new anime coming out on Netflix. Um, today, if you guys are hearing this on Thursday, uh, it, does, it will be out whenever you can hear this podcast. You, you'll be able to go to Netflix and watch Bubble. Um, That's awesome. All, all I know about it are some screenshots that we looked at last week, and it uh, mm-hmm. looks exciting. It's just a movie, so, it, you know, a real, I imagine it'll probably be, you know, less than two hours, probably a pretty easy watch. Yeah. Yeah, look forward to us covering that next week. Um, and then as far as Jujutsu Kaisen news, um, Jujutsu Kaisen has now passed Princess Mononoke to become the ninth highest grossing anime film ever. No oh, shit. Which is, uh, you know, that's pretty high regards. It's now, it's now on the heels of the first Pokemon movie, but I don't think, according to this article on Crunchyroll, it doesn't seem like it's going to reach that, those heights mm. yet. Um, and it's the 15th spot for the Japanese... Or, excuse me. 15th spot on the Japanese highest-grossing films in the region of all time. Oh, wow. Uh, where, so it's up there with Armageddon, E.T., Harry Potter, and the Prisoner of Azkaban. So it is... You know th- this film was doing quite well. Um, unfortunately, Chris, it is no longer showing in theaters near me. Um, so we're just going to kind of put this on the back burner until it, it appears on Crunchyroll and Funimation and all those sites. Um, Absolutely. Before we cover it, but you know we got we got plenty of anime coming down the pipeline.
0: Absolutely, yeah. There is no shortage of things to watch here on old Shonen and Sud. So, uh, dude, speaking of which, uh, we're talking Crunchyroll. I actually went ahead and signed up for Crunchyroll, um, and immediately overwhelmed. Of course, there's so much to watch, but um, I was immediately tickled shitless when I saw that they had fucking Fist of the North Star on there, which is an, uh, uh, I've never seen the series. I'm familiar with the series, but all I grew up with was the original, like, the movie. Like, the the real quick where he fights Shin, he fights Jackie, he fights Rao, Ray dies. Roll credits. Um. So, but that was always like, oh man, this is what anime is? This is, oh, he's, they're, they're, they're fucking killing people, making their heads explode by punching them? And uh, if you ever want, and I've showed you, I remember showing you this, the greatest fighting game clip of all time was from the Fist of the North Star. Uh, oh, Arc yeah, System yeah.
1: That was, that was way back so, in the podcast. It was probably It was. Maybe a full year ago at this point. forgot all about yeah, that. A yeah. lifetime.
0: So, yeah, so, man, so having, uh, having I've been just exploring Crunchyroll. I actually, with the day I signed up, I was, uh, like, three hours disappeared because I was just scrolling through everything. And I was like, I need to fucking pick something to watch before the day's over.
1: Yeah. Oh. So, but that's a good problem to have, right? No, oh, it was the best problem. I was going to say, it's not like when you're looking for like a, a, a scary movie on Netflix and you're like, oh, there's ghosts oh. in this place. And you're like, yeah, I feel like I've seen this yep. one a thousand times. Or, uh, this is a,
0: or, you know, and here's the thing. I like foreign films. I'm all about it. But sometimes, and, and a lot of times I prefer to watch the English dub. But sometimes, man, like the English dub is so bad. Like the audio is so bad. It's like, man, I can't. It's taking me out of this movie.
1: Oh, is it? Is it Squid Games bad? Because Squid Games... Oh, it,
0: it, it's up there. It is up there.
1: <laughs> I say, my dad ma- made me watch an episode of Squid Games dubbed, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it is one of those
0: Just kill me next time, Dad. Yeah,
1: and I mean, he also made me suffer through all, like, the old Godzilla and, like, Ultraman dubs, and, like, all all any, like, old kaiju <laughs> film with an English dub, he was like, we're watching it. I'm <laughs> just like, all right, Pops. I'm going to love it. Yeah, there's plenty of other anime news we're not really going to go over too much of it. Um I know uh Shaman King got renewed for like another season. Crunchyroll began doing Italian dubs, uh, which is pretty cool. Um Oh yeah. Yeah. That that's all the news we're going to cover for this week and uh yeah. That, that that's all I got for in, in oh, terms yeah. of news, Chris. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with it. That that's good enough for me. But uh now, I don't know about you. I am parched, and like I said, Cody, it is fucking Margarita Wednesday. I gotta really knock them back to get my get my mind right for this funeral. That's why you know we're recording early. So, uh, you know what I'm drinking. I'm gonna tell him again, but I need to know what are you drinking?
1: Damn, that was a good one. I got into crack the heard in the <laughs> I was gonna say, That got into the red on OBS whenever, which is like <laughs> compared to like us talking extremely loud. Um, But yeah, I should have gone with a margarita, Chris. I should have matched you. I had no idea. Um, But I I was looking for something. I wasn't in the mood for like a beer. Um, Mm -hmm. I was looking at seltzers. There's like a million new kinds, and I was like, I can't remember if I tried this on the podcast or not. And then I looked at the Retro Pack, which we had down in Florida, and I was like, ooh, I could go for one of those. But I don't want to spend $20 on a pack, right?
0: Also very fair. I
1: rolled back over to the tall boy section and they had the Bud Light Seltzer okay. retro tie-dye. Cherry Limeade in a tall boy. Which I'm sure you can't find anywhere other than St. Louis. But that's what I'm having, Chris. I'm having a nice cherry limeade retro tie-dye seltzer. The longest yum, yum. longest name of any seltzer probably ever.
0: Damn right. Yum yum in your tum tum, sir.
1: Yeah, and of course this is nice and refreshing. Nice and light. I didn't want to have like a, a beer on me yet. Know, sure we're recording a little bit earlier i guess not too much earlier but you know it's not quite five o'clock yet i'm not trying not trying for the rock good yet um that's fair you know maybe at the it's end coming. of the podcast we'll crack one open and we'll get it going um but yeah that's what i'm having chris what kind of margarita what are we what are we sipping on over there well you know what
0: cody i'm a classic man i'm like you when it comes to margaritas i just got a little bit of hornitos
1: hornitos Ooh.
0: yeah just some basic mid-upper tequila um, I'm not going super rock right gut. Normally, if I'm if I'm going like crazy balls to the wall tequila ke- uh, margaritas, I just get like Montezuma or just whatever fucking filter through a sock tequila you find. Oh, just a bottle um, of Soza. <laughs> that's right. That's right.
1: I think we have but one on, on top of the drinking... fridge right now.
0: There <laughs> you go. You know, that's the one you vomit in after uh you know when in a pinch. <laughs> Yeah, just lime margaritas. Just a little bit of uh, fresh squeezed lime juice, splash of sour mix, tequila, some ice. Um, you know what the real secret tech in margaritas are, Cody? And I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you in on the secret. Oh, do you t- want to t- change? T- you want to take your margarita game to the next level? When you, because I like to, I like to pour it all in. I like to shake it. I'm a, I'm a shaken margarita guy. That's the bartender in me. You know what? Like, again, the the secret tech that really takes margaritas like to the next fucking level, fucking powdered sugar
1: powdered sugar Dead
0: fucking serious make yourself a margarita put you know put your ice put everything in it put some powdered sugar in there shake that bitch up cody it will change your life
1: oh so it actually like goes in into yeah, the it mar- goes
0: it goes in the drink i thought we were talking drink.
1: rim for a second i was no, like fuck I, that because I, no, I hate dude, stuff on the rim no. of a margarita
0: yeah, yeah no no rim i'm talking in the drink you take your tequila you take your sour mix or whatever mixture you have of choice a little bit of fresh squeezed lime some ice then you take some powdered sugar, put it in there, you know, flavor it to taste. I usually do like two spoonfuls, um, like normal like fucking cereal spoon, just two of those. Not heaping, just yeah, you know. the, in the bag, in the cup, in the bag, in the shaker. And then yeah. shake it up. Dude, shit will change your life. Interesting. We might
1: have to have Bartender Chris pull up when we get down to Florida, Chris. God damn, oh,
0: God damn right. Don't, don't you worry we'll, about we'll, that. We'll it's bring all happening.
1: the supplies. <laughs> People Please will think do. we're there to play cards. We're like, no, we're here to drink like professionals.
0: Dude, I'll fucking I'll fucking bring my uh my old fucking butterfly knife bottle opener, baby.
1: <laughs> Love that. All right. Well, now that we've been over our drinks, Chris, uh, we are gonna waste no time and we're gonna jump right into uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Part Two.
0: Uh, part... Absolutely, and uh, and you know we're just kind of picking up right where we left off, Cody. We're uh, we're finishing up the old fight here with old Mojito himself. Mojito? Did
1: you say? <laughs> I did. <laughs> that's the, that's the drinking in us. Um, but yeah, so. That's right. We have our boy Nanami, a.k.a. Sir Night-Eye, um, That's right. and our boy Yuji, and they're still fighting Mahito. They kind of, Chris, at one point, I believe it's this episode, I can't remember if it was in episode 12 or 13, yeah. but they're, like, hitting him with the wombo combo, not letting him use any of his abilities.
0: Oh, dude, they're beating the shit out of this guy, man. Yeah, he
1: is just getting, like, punched to the right, punched to the left, just nonstop, stop and basically he's like, he's like, is this what death feels like, um... And then, of Mm -hmm. course, he releases his domain expansion, Chris, the the fucking spirit bomb of this anime that has no explanation. It seems like ever. They, like, I swear they don't, I don't understand what these are, but I know whenever somebody does the domain expansion, it's like, okay, they're probably Mm -hmm. gonna win, right? Um, And he traps uh, Nanami inside of this thing, and it... I don't even know how to describe it but it's cool cuz like there's like all these hands cuz like he uses his hands to make like these signs almost like Naruto hand signs and they're all like the it's really hard to describe it's one of those moments Chris like just Absolutely. the way it looks it looks really cool um but I was worried yeah, there, for
0: a there's second there's no shortage of how me. yeah that's one thing too I can't stress enough like the show's not it's not demon slayer good but boy fucking howdy is it close
1: yeah, it's very consistent. It's not as flashy as Demon Slayer, not as um mm-hmm. I guess like fluid. I mean, it's still very fluid. It's just not like not like water breathing it's, technique. It's a <laughs> sharp the problem with, it's when the I say fluid sharp. with Yeah, when I say fluid with Demon Slayer, I mean like it's cuz he's using his water breathing techniques so and maybe that's oh, just the word that comes to mind. Um that you makes know, we we keep the dad jokes rolling here. Um right But did. I was worried for Anonymy for a second here. I was like, you know, this isn't really like Character we know too well. They're not killing Gojo. Uh, maybe he could die. That's what I was little like he might die here. I was like, no, there's no way because like we don't know what's up with Junpei. Um, but we do get to see some background into Nanami which in a lot of animes like this, it's a very tropey thing. You learn their backstory as they're dying, uh, mm-hmm. and we see that he's like, I guess he worked. He was working like this office like corporate job. You know, all he cared about was money. Um, he was once previously, like, worked, or he worked, went to Jujutsu High. You know, all he cares about is money and all this stuff. Um, very interesting, but he, like, meets this this girl at, like, this bakery, and she, like, I guess, like, seeing, like, the way she behaved, and like, oh, you always come here for our fucking sandwiches and stuff, and he's like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 but you could, like, you could see she kind of helped right Shit, like, the course that he was on, where all he cared about was money. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you think maybe he's going to fight back and get out of this thing. No, our boy Yuji just shows up, breaks him out yeah. of there. And, uh, and yeah, then uh, they, they, they proceed to keep beating uh, Mahito's ass, because, and this is where it gets a little confusing, Chris, uh, because, like, mm-hmm. Yuji breaks in, and then we see, like, Mahito is, like, basically face-to-face with Sakuna, in, and, I, and it's weird, it's like, I don't know if this is inside the domain, if this is inside Yuji's head, like, but Sakuna's clearly pissed off and, like, fucking wounds him super bad. but it, Yeah,
0: it's, it's almost like I warned you not to, like, touch my body or something like that, and he's just like, he fucking just... Like, I don't know, like, I feel like when they keep showing this guy, like, he gets more and more powerful just out of nowhere, and I'm just like, wait a minute, why, well, if he's this fucking powerful, why can't he just do this shit, like,
1: I think any he other need, time? I think he just needs all of his fingers, or he needs, I think it's Yuji that's suppressing him.
0: I definitely need all my fingers to do stuff, that's for damn sure.
1: Yeah, right, yeah, you know, to make that margarita you just made, you know. Oh, imagine Man, if you only yeah. had like three or three or four fingers on both hands you know you, uh, you then j- just shoot me now if you, 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 what if you were all thumbs you know you never know <laughs> yeah it, sakuna messes thought. him up just but yeah sakuna messes him up but it's it's not like in real life i don't know it's it's hard to explain but he's fucked up and he runs off and of course you know yuji anonami you know missions accomplished um and yeah, that, that that is the end of our fight. We probably should have covered that on the last episode, but like you said, we had no idea the fight was going to end there. Um exactly. And Chris, I sure thought we were going to get more Junpei. But he is
0: Yeah, well, he's real dead. Junpei. Yeah, he is, is just very
1: dead. Dead, I guess. they uh, I, I guess the intro was just to throw us off track cuz it showed Junpei wearing the fucking like the sorcerer garb, like the Jujutsu sorcerer thing.
0: And, and I thought maybe he, they were going to be able to save him or when they killed this guy or something, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. no, he, Junpei is very dead. He is very, very much dead.
1: And even, like, later on when we see, like, some new monsters, I'm like, Junpei? Nope. Yeah. Nope, no Junpei? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, and then episode 14, which is basically where the real part two starts. Uh, we get a new intro. Yes. which is
0: Oh, by the way, new intro is such a bop. I hated the first. The fir- Here's the thing. I think I feel like they switched. <laughs> Uh, the old intro wasn't great. The old outro, just a fucking bop. The yeah. new they... intro, awesome. Outro,
1: eh. Yeah, it's Big unfortunate. Meh energy. Yeah, they just can't get both right, you know? You can't get the they best can't. of They're both so worlds. Close. Yeah. You either get David Lee Roth or you get Sammy Hagar <sighs> as the frontman <laughs> of Van Halen. You don't. You can't have them both. Um, <laughs> but yeah, episode 14, this is where we we basically were setting up for our, our our tuning exams, our USJ training, um, whatever trope you want to insert here for this tournament that they're having mm-hmm. and I guess this is where uh, you know they, they reveal to everybody that Yuji is still alive um, yeah.
0: they just pull him out of the box, here's your old pal Yuji
1: yeah, we see, the, we see the bad guys scheming again so we have Geto who is like the main bad guy that we don't really know much about Uh, you see Mahito, of course, he's alive. Uh, old Volcano Head Chogo, he's there.
0: Uh, Old Chogo?
1: But yeah, they're gonna try and get all of Sukuna's fingers to fully release him and, you know, basically just fuck up what the good guys are trying to do.
0: I'm all for it.
1: Um, but yeah. Then we have the Kyoto class arise for the exchange event. Um, Mm -hmm. and I believe we, we met them in the first part also yes yeah, yeah, yeah we
0: did yeah we, we all, all all the dork squad as i call them we've, we've met them before
1: yeah um and i can't remember all of these characters names i'm gonna be honest with you um no was... i can't
0: either toto to- uh toto or Togo yeah, yeah, is the toto. only one that i really remember because he's like the coolest fucking one
1: yeah you got toto blue haired girl uh the chick from harry potter with the broomstick <laughs> um then you have oh, my weave
0: witch herself
1: you have Mai, who's the girl that just has a gun for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, such an odd weapon choice.
1: And then you have this weird, like, his name's like Mechanic something, Mechamaru, uh, sure. who's just like a weird robot thing, um, you know, all, just just a bunch of weird characters, and you know, they're, the Kyoto school is facing off against the, the is it Japan is what it's called, what their school's called, I can't even remember. It's Japan yep. versus, or it's Kyoto versus, the world. Main character school. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's Tokyo, Tokyo jitsu versus Kyoto. Okay. Um. Yeah, basically what this is is a kind of like a tournament type thing, where there's curses, like low level curses, on this mm-hmm. this map, for lack of a better term. And they get points for, like, taking out the curses, but they can also, like, take out each other. Um, we learn that the, the principal of the Kyoto school, who's, like, this old man, um, he basically is just ordering his kids to kill Yuji, straight up. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. His, his only motive is, hey, let's go kill Yuji, which... Seems to me like he's a pretty bad guy. Um, yeah. I was like I was very confused on how like they just kinda let this go by the wayside when this so, is all said. So and done. to
0: be fair, to be fair, that was um if we remember back from the first episode, that was kind of the MO, right, of everybody but Gojo, right? They were like, oh the others want you dead. But Yeah. So I guess it kinda makes sense, but like it's like, man, you're you're gonna pick now to go ahead and call back to that. But I guess I kinda get it.
1: Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of there is one other kid, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, basically they set up for this tournament thing. Um, Godo and a bunch of the other like faculty members are all like in this viewing room where they have like, uh, cameras of, that are like built into, like these bird's eyes where they can see all the all the different fights going on, all this stuff. And um, yeah, we can pretty much just jump into the fights. Um, yeah, I I, don't... I
0: mean, that's literally the 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 meat of the back half of this it was just this whatever this uh the the sister school goodwill event that this whole it's that 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 shonen trope right where you, you after you have a, a battle you gotta wind down with a tournament yeah
1: and so you have so we start off we we got our boy yuji ends up taking on toto um this is probably the my favorite fight out of them all um yes, some of them absolutely. some of them get split up and some of them don't have like winners um this one kind of doesn't really have a winner it turns out to be more of, like, a training session for Yuji. Um,
0: and I, I will admit there, it's it's pretty comical when they start going into, like, the backstory and stuff. And he's like, dude, you just met me, like, ten minutes ago or something like that. Yeah.
1: He's like, I knew you yeah. from middle school. What are you talking about? And oh. he's like, what... <laughs> and we get oh, some we get funny. some fun like pop culture references cuz like Toto he, he's totally into the ladies so he's he's like what what kind of woman do you like and Yuji's like I like I'm tall with a big ass like Jennifer Lawrence like <laughs> yeah and Toto's like oh my god and he's crying and he's like seeping like tears of joy and like
0: i knew i knew we were <laughs> friends or yeah. you're my best
1: friend man. and all this stuff um and that's so they, funny. and and of course they're fighting this whole time and he's basically like teaching them new techniques uh, and they kind of just continue off-screen while we go through a bunch of our other fights. Um, so we have Naruto and Megumi fight. Let me I got to pull up the character list real quick here. Yeah, they, they,
0: they, all these names are... I'm, I'm a little too gringo for most of these names.
1: Yeah, I pretty much just compare these people to Naruto characters. Yeah, to remember that, them? That's
0: kind of what they are, right? Isn't this like Bleach slash Naruto 2.0?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um. But which you know, it's it's fine. Um. Let me see here. Yeah. Just want to make sure I know who I'm talking about when I mention them. Okay. Noritoshi is the guy who fights. Uh, the kid whose name start with starts with an Fushigora. Okay. Those two fight, right? Uh, they actually uh, don't fight yes. until much later, but. They're matched up. We have Kasumi Miwa, who is the blue-haired girl. She gets matched up against uh, Magi, I believe is her name, mm-hmm. who is the girl with the weapons that can't actually see. Um, versus... Which, I,
0: which I, think that's, I think that's really cool because I do like how they kind of <laughs> give an explanation of all the weapons. How there's like different levels of weapons and different grades in each. I I, I thought that was super super interesting. And that's the thing, man. Like the show has some really neat shit that they're doing. I feel like kind kind of in a sense like them going through like the motions and going through the tropes kind of get in the way of them telling a, a really cool story sometimes
1: yeah but I, what I do like about a lot of these fights is we get to see like a bunch of the characters backgrounds um, Yes, for the most part they're pretty interesting like we find out that like you know Fushigura is part of this like little, well, I guess we find out more of his later so we'll get to that in a little bit um, but we find out like Noratoshi like his, he was part of like I guess there's three big sorcerer clans. It's like mm-hmm. the one that Noritoshi was part of, and I guess Ushigoro was supposed to be part of that, but like his dad had a mistress and like kind of was like an odd man out until uh, he was brought in by Goto. Um, and then we see like Maki and her sister Mai. We find out she is actually the sister of the girl with the gun, so we see why there's some animosity between those two. Because Maki yep. was basically girl who couldn't she was supposed to be like an heir um for the sorcerer family and it turns out she can't even see curses um so she basically was a servant for her family until she basically told them to fuck off and she's out of there <laughs> uh which caused her sister to hate her um because i guess i guess their their leader or their father whoever he is um was probably harder on her and made her train more um i don't know her sister mai has some real her, her backstory is just shitty. And I, <laughs> she's just like, "Oh, my sister can see curses, so like, I hate her." <laughs> I'm just like, "Okay, sounds good. Got Moving it." On. Yeah, and like, Maki like helped her out when they were kids. Like, she would be scared to go through areas where there was curses because she could see them, and Maki would be like, "Hey, just close your eyes, and they're they're basically not there." And like, I I thought she was gonna be like, I, maybe like happy to see her, but no, she's just like, I "Hate you, fuck you, yeah." <laughs> like, all very, right. <laughs> like, I, I'm afraid of the dark. I'm not afraid of the dark. Here, I'll hold your hand and walk you through. And then you get through, and you're like, I hate you still. So, sweet. Um, yeah. So Maki faces off against Kasumi. Um, Kasumi's like, she uses this sword, and she has some some cool little techniques where, like, there's an area where if anybody enters, you can like stop them. Uh, Maki quickly mm. just dispatches her by using ranged attacks, and then steals her sword from her and dips out. Um, let's see, what's some more of the fights that happen? Oh, we have Nobara, who is our, so- <laughs> our Sakura girl of this, of this show. Uh, she is going to fight Mai because they had some beef earlier. Um, gets taken out from a shot from Mechamaru, who's this robot guy. And then, of course, Chris, we have our two most random characters. We have Mekamaru the robot, and the panda named Panda. Um, yeah this was such a i don't know
0: i don't know i I, I did think though the pandas like techniques were kind of cool he had like the gorilla version and like all yeah i thought that was kind of cool
1: yeah i actually ended up liking these characters but i was like okay so we've gotten some backstory on like uh kasumi and maki and mai and i'm like we're getting this backstory i'm like please tell me they're gonna explain who the fuck these two are because it's just a robot and a panda that are just there. And I was hoping we weren't going to get, like, the Tekken backstory on King. I I was hoping we were going to get something more. Um, Right. And basically, Panda was, like... He's kind of... I can't remember what the principal called his, his like, dolls that he could turn into curses. Panda's basically, like, a living creature that contains three of these personalities of, like, his brother and his sister inside of him. And he's basically raised by the principal of Jujutsu High be like a just like a fighting machine and he has like you know it, it, his brother's like a gorilla and his sister we don't really get to see what she is or was quote unquote but see some of her abilities as well um and it ends up being like a super good fight honestly um and Mecamaro we find out is this essentially like a puppet being controlled by another guy um who never like his arms all fuck he's like covered in bandages he reminds me of can't think of the dude's name from Maroni Um He literally has the exact same look as that guy. Uh, right. But yeah, of course, Panda, you know, overcomes using his uh, his gorilla abilities, which you know, pre- pretty cool attacks. And he manages to beat beat up Mechamaru, uh, take him out, and they kind of have like some respect for each other. And he basically is like, you know, I I, I don't care what you look like, uh, you know, outside of the puppet you know body that he's using he's like I, you know i'll help you you know he's basically like okay you, you think i i care about what somebody looks like i'm a panda like yeah I'll, exactly. I, I, can, I can understand whatever problems you have
0: and, and that's where we see i i i assumed that we saw this guy who was all bandaged up that was Mekimaru, maru right like the person who like had yeah. no arms and okay yeah he was, was like, to make sure yeah he
1: was like missing his right arm and he like i don't think he can feel his legs and like you know, he's
0: Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got
1: no legs. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, that was his the person controlling Mechamaru. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to remember what else happens, like what the next fight is. Oh, uh, Nabara fights Momo, who is the girl on the, the Nimbus 2000. You know, she just showed up to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm.
0: Of course she did.
1: And right before Nabara about to beat her. Um, she gets shot by a round from uh, Mai's revolver, who is Maki's sister. Um, mm. I know these names are kind of, kind of, are kind of tough to remember here. Um, thankfully, this Wikipedia page is carrying me. Um, and then we have some uh, some face-offs between uh, Maki and her sister Mai. Turns out they were twins. Um, and this is where we kind of get some of that backstory that I mentioned, where like Maki couldn't see curses. She ended up being a servant. Uh, and eventually left the clan and wanted to come back and say, hey, you know, I'm going to come back and rule this place, while Mai was basically forced to become a sorcerer um, to take the place of Maki, because I guess Maki was the first twin that was born. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing it's like a first come, is like the, the heir to the throne type of thing. Right. Um, so there's definitely some re- resentment there. Uh, we get to see Mai's like, final ability, like her special technique like that everybody has, um, where she can basically create stuff out of thin air. Very similar to, like, Yaya Rose, but she can only create one bullet out of Cursed Energy per day is, like, mm-hmm. the stipulation on that. I'm sure that'll, you know, play into effect. more down the oh, road. But then, of course, Maki just catches the bullet in her hand. And like, hey, you, have, you have... You got nothing for me. Um, yeah, so Mai, Mai gets eliminated. Nobara gets eliminated from the from the tournament. Uh, of course, Mechamaru is out. Um, and then we get to see our boy Toge, who I did not know his name until this Wikipedia article just told me. Um, but he is the guy that, like, always talks and he always says, like, sushi types. Like, he always just says salmon or yeah, something he's like Yeah, like,
0: he's always like, kelp, salmon.
1: Yeah, uh, we see him call Kasumi, who is the blue-haired girl that got her sword stolen. And he basically just says sleep, and she just passes out, so she's out of the tournament. So he has, his abilities are pretty cool, um, but they, they definitely have their limits um, and then, you know, then he gets shocked because he, he can kind of feel like the special grade cursed spirit nearby. Um, we come to know as Hanami, uh, who was uh, the, the special
0: mo- grade from like the be- from the, the beginning.
1: Yeah, like when Gojo ripped I mean. off. Um, uh, what was it? No, it was when Gojo ripped off Jogo's head. And that's <sighs> Yep. Yeah.
0: God damn it! These God names. damn! These names.
1: We couldn't have chosen any different name for Joko. Um, but Volcano right. Head, he was the guy that rescued him, or he was the creature that rescued him. Um, of course. So now it seems like it's like okay, the League of villains is also here, basically. Um, you yes. know, a has shown up with his goons. Like, of course you can't have this tournament go go as plain and just have a clear-cut winner. You got to have the, the the real villains show up and and ruin that, so we can have everybody. Of course, work together and and beat these guys. Um. Yeah, he so he he declares he sees he uh, word I'm looking for. He uh, senses this this yes. her spirit. Um. And this is pretty much where the exchange event kind of comes to a. Um, yeah.
0: Now now we now we've been invaded, so now we've
1: got to like. Yeah, like we have Fushigora, we have Fushigura and Noratoshi are having like an intense fight, and then they just get interrupted by Anami, who's just like controlling like these roots, and they're like running and they see Toge. Toge's like run. They're trying to get away from them. And then eventually, um we have some more bad guys arrive. We have uh who's the patchwork kid, Chris? Patch dude. Ahito.
0: Uh which one? oh, the the villain?
1: Yeah, we see Mahito oh, out,
0: yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, we see him out. Love
1: it. we see him outside of this veil that the, the villains set up and this is a veil. <laughs> I love the way they they like get Godo or Gojo out of out of the anime. They're just like, Oh, here's a special veil. It just gets Gojo out. I'm just like, Yeah,
0: they they just fucking they just make it up. It's like I, <laughs> they they literally wrote themselves into a corner.
1: Yeah, like and I, and I love a lot of the points in this anime. Like, Gojo just is gone for some reason. There's like, oh yeah, he's overseas. But you never know yeah. what he's doing, and you never find out. Like, he's just... Why is... Why is he not here? Like <laughs> The problems are all here. Why is he gone all the time?
0: Yeah, just living his best life. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, so they have the fail that prevents everybody from Gojo from entering. There's a couple new villains. There's like a blonde-headed kid with a sword. Um... There's like a guy who wants to make a coat rack. These are really bad villains, but they're just kind of throwaways <laughs> um yes, and then of course, we have Anami, who is this this special grade cursed uh we get to see the old man he goes in uh, the the other pencil
0: Brown <laughs> and
1: then we see that girl with the cross on her or the not the cross the scar on her face. I don't know her name, but she's like she seems important, so
0: she yeah she almost seems like the the gojo for this school right like she almost seems like the the whatever whatever gojo's position is she seems like she's that for this group yeah the other group
1: but we just i don't know enough about her i don't even know her name um yeah so and then of course they, so they start to I thought, fight
0: i initially thought she was related to toto because they both have like that scar on their face i was like oh they're they they got to be like brother and sister or something right?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> But then basically we have Toge Megami Noritoshi, or not Megami. I'll just say uh, Fushigora. Mm-hmm. I I I recognize him as that name and not Megami. Um, and Maki shows up, and they are. I mean, they're trying to fight Hanami, but they are pretty much no match for him. Um, and Maki's basically getting strangled by like one of his roots. And then of course, Chris, we get the you know our hero's got to show up at some point. Oh, of course. And so Yuji and. Toda? You
0: yep. no. to- I thought it was Toto. Todo
1: Toto or
0: Todo, yeah, Toto. Todo. <sighs> like, like like Africa.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They show
0: up and uh business definitely picks up here, Cody.
1: Yeah, they basically tell the others to get out of there. Um and and, and they'll handle this. Uh yes. and we get you know, we get to see a lot of different techniques here, Chris, and I'm not gonna go over all of them. Um, we get to see all of, pretty much, Hanami's attacks, um, we get to see Yuji, uh, use this black flash technique that he learned from Toto, um, which is really cool, the animation's super cool, uh, especially when he uses it later on in the show, um, <clears throat> but Hanami has, like, this arm bandaged up, and, we, and we're kind of like, the whole time, like, she's using all these, he or she, I don't know what this thing is, um using all these different attacks, but we have this bandaged arm, right? Mm-hmm. So eventually, he unbandages the arm, and we see, like, this rose. He, like, starts to, like, absorb the ground, and, like, killing all the trees, and all the grass, and plants around him to use as cursed and, energy.
0: Yeah, which which all goes right to that rose on the shoulder.
1: Yeah. Um, but of course, that still doesn't stop our, our boys Toto and, and Yuji, um, Toto uses his technique, which is the boogie woogie um which is God damn right. <laughs> fantastic uh, we see y- Yuji uses the black flash again um
0: well, and you get some really cool story moments here. you actually get to see like that Yuji's kinda like learning stuff from Toto here, how he's um basically um what does he refer to it as like a recipe or something he refers to the uh like his black mist or his curse is like an like a recipe yeah his black
1: flash he's like yeah he's like your your cursed energy like you 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 haven't tried the ingredients you've been working with or you've only tried them but you haven't like cooked with them like he compares it to like you know learning how to cook with like more types of food in different ways and things like that um Absolutely, and it's cool that we get to see like while they were off screen, like Yuji's basically been learning from him the entire time, uh and they've like Toto calls him his best friend, his brother, you know all this stuff, and uh it's kind of an interesting relationship. I didn't expect this to happen um but no, I ended no, up absolutely I got like their bond kind of more than the bond that he has with Fushigora um it seems like he's yeah, absolutely he's become like more of a main character than him, but um then Hanami of course prepares to unleash. Uh, her own, like, domain expansion. Um, and just when it's like, I thought they were in the domain expansion. Turns out Goto just gets rid of the veil and, you know, no eyes covered. Like, he just shows up. Yeah,
0: when When he takes the fucking, ba- the, the fucking sunglass, whatever, whatever those pit vipers he's wearing, <laughs> when those things come off, you're just fucked. Like, it's over. Like, let's yeah. wrap
1: it up. Which I guess him doing that just canceled out Hanami's domain expansion. Um, because, because then he just like he breaks in. He like glances over at them, and he's like, "Oh, they can probably handle that." And then he like heads over to where the old man is. I, I guess I forgot to mention this, Chris. The old man's fighting this this dude Juzo. Uh, oh,
0: with his with the fucking guitar. Wham! Yeah, he, he is just yeah. He
1: just whips out a guitar, and he's like, "That's his, that's his like ability is like he just plays a guitar, and it like sends the waves at his enemies." Um. Maybe there's some- Big dick shredding,
0: man. He's... Yeah, he's got,
1: like, his rock band t-shirt. He's got everything. He is. He's is... damn
0: right he does.
1: Um, but Juzo is, like, the guy he's fighting. And uh, Go- Gojo pretty much just goes over and, like, he like runs at him. He's like, my coat rack. Because I guess he wants to make a coat rack out of Gojo. I don't know who. I guess it's, like, one of the worst written villains I've ever seen. Um, but yes. thankfully, Gojo just, like, shreds his arms and legs off. And then... He's just a stump. Like he's just—that is all he is now. Like he is, They're just gonna use him yeah. to question him, they like to question and find out like why they're attacking their school. Um, but it—you know—it was nice to watch him just get completely shredded. Uh, that was nice.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: And then Satara watching
0: Gojo do anything is just like, well,
1: yeah. And like once Gojo got in, it's like, okay, every everything is fine no one's...
0: Yeah, there's no stakes anymore. It's over.
1: Yeah, and then he shoots this, like, gigantic, like, beam wave thing at Hanami, like, fucking up the entire forest, like, ripping her basically, like, in half, like, cutting off the whole rose arm thing. Like, that's not there anymore. She's all fucked up. Um. And, yeah. That's pretty much the end of the fighting here. Um, we do get to see later, like, somewhere else we see Mahito has now, uh, gotten Sukuna's fingers that were at the school, and also acquired these, like, three... I can't remember what they were... Uh, The Cursed Wombs is what they were called. Um, These three, like... What we come to find out with are basically, like, three fetuses. It's kind of... Yep. It's kind of fucked up when they talk about this stuff. (laughs) Um, But the bad guys, that's all the stuff they were coming for. They were coming for the fingers and these Cursed Wombs. Like, you know, all the cursed items that they had that were, like... Hey, we can't lose these to the enemies. They got lost to the enemies, so... Um, that It was technically a successful mission for the bad guys. Um, and it, you know, of course it interrupted this... This tuning exams that we were having, but... Um, of course. Moving on, we do see that Hanami is still alive from Gojo's attack. And we see, like, the enemies kind of regroup. And... I'm sorry, I was, getting, I, was, I was distracted there for a second. Um, but we, we find out that, you know, a bunch of, like, the guards that were, that were guarding the, the cursed items were killed. Us, a few members of the faculty, a couple students were killed. Um, and, the, of course, these items have been stolen, which, you know, they want to keep that under wraps. They don't want that to get spread out that, you know, everybody, you know, the bad guys have all the cursed things. Um, <laughs> that would not be a good, a good thing. Um, and then we see like the, the bad guys are scheming and ghetto basically says that, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, this is the word I'm looking for here. He's like, we'll basically lock up Gojo on Halloween, October 31st. You know, that's like. It seems like that's the plan. They're gonna set, you know, some traps to, to lure them to Shibuya on October 31st, and that's when the. So we, we,
0: we've got a home alone situation here. Is what we're kind of staring down the barrel of.
1: Yeah, that's w- that's when the bad guys are gonna execute their, their big bad plan. Um, Absolutely. Of course, that's you know it's gonna work flawlessly. Who knows?
0: I, I, you know what? I, I, what could go wrong, Cody? What could possibly go wrong?
1: Yeah, they wanna seal away Gojo's. Is what it is. Um, yeah, of course here for. It. Yeah, and of course then they they start they begin to question uh, Juzo, who is the guy that they captured. Um and he's basically like, "Look, I'm not part of their group. They just hired me because they said I would be able to make a coat rack." Or the monk he said he mentions this guy the monk who is Ghetto, the main the big or no, 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 it's not Ghetto. It's like this white-haired girl or yeah, white-haired girl with like a bob haircut. Um, yep. I think we've seen once before, but we don't really know anything about her
0: um oh, yeah we've only seen her once up to. she's this just time.
1: been referred to as the monk that's that's what we yes. know um yeah the exchange event does continue but instead of having like uh more battles and things like that we have a uh we have a baseball game chris
0: which hell dude? yeah like what the fuck man we just got to break out right to just a goddamn sports festival yeah like so,
1: uh... like hushigora got shot with those roots from hanami and was like on the verge of death, and next day next thing you know, he's fucking lining up at shortstop. We're just ready to God fucking play ball. <laughs>
0: we really need you to get out there and <laughs> yeah. fucking score one for the team.
1: I'm like, dude, you literally just had, like, roots and plants shot into you. Um, but, you know, they, they fucking can play ball, right? Play the little baseball game, of course. Fucking Yuji hits a home run. I mean, this is just a baseball game in Shonen. I mean, we've seen it in Dragon Ball. We've seen it in fucking everything.
0: No, um, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I thoroughly enjoy just when a brace a baseball game just kind of breaks out. I mean, I don't know about you. I loved the Universe Six versus Universe Seven classic in like Dragon Ball Super, and this one was no different.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I mean, and and this one there was at least stuff happening in between like innings. I guess you yes. would say like there was like you would see Gojo you know talking and being like, okay, so this is what the bad guys are trying to do. You know, keep this from getting to the outside world all the, all this stuff and then you see the bad guys and they're plotting, they're scheming, they're they're getting ready to do their stuff. In between, you know, seeing like <laughs> fucking Maki hit uh Toto with a with a pitch. He's like, if I hit a home run, wham, just fucking fastball straight to the face. Um
0: That's right.
1: And it and it definitely like helps ease the tension of the situation that's actually going on. Um Definitely. And then of course you now these final three episodes, we kind of move into our last little arc, if you would, um, where uh, Fushigora, Nabara and Yuji are basically sent out to inve- investigate these deaths of these guys that are yep. all from the same middle school who it turns out um, that it was the same school that Fushigora went to. and um, they've but all finally
0: been... after the filler, we're back to like the next case.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and, and I think it's been like three months have passed. Because mm-hmm. um, we have to get to October, that's when the bad guy's playing. Oh, of course, of course. Um, So, like, throughout June, July, August, September, there's been these, like, murders of these dudes, like, like, men and women that can't get into their apartment, but, like, the door is unlocked. It's, like, it, basically it's just, like, a weird thing. And then they get killed by this cursed spirit. And so they, they head out there, they're on their mission, and come to find out it's, like, this... I can't remember what the bridge was called but it's like this bridge where kids are like jumping off of and bungee jumping off of and there's like a cursed spirit there and it turns out that I
0: can't yeah,
1: it turns out that Fushigura's stepsister has actually been affected by this this cursed spirit and she's still in a coma and she might be one of the next victims if they don't exercise the curse um, and so they're there and then we have the bad guys they release um some of these cursed wombs which we find out about is basically like we have the narrator pop in and kind of inform us what's going on with this and basically (laughs) really fucked up story here but we're going to tell it Um, basically is this lady was uh, apparently impregnated by a cursed spirit Um, and like the town that she was in like shunned her away of course she found her way to some like shitty sorcerer that was at they used to be at Jiu-Jitsu High. And he basically, like, impregnated her with more cursed spirits, like, over and over again. And, like, this were, like, you know, she couldn't, like, actually have the children. They were basically aborted. And, like, these are what these cursed spirits are. So it's, like, really, like, dark, like, kind of fucked up shit going on here. And, of course, the bad guys are like, yeah, let's release some of those. Um, so They released... Two or I guess three of them, but they send two to go fight uh, this cursed spirit at the bridge. Um, while the other one stays behind. These are all, of course, they like they think of each other as brothers. Um, but yeah, so you know they get they they go down to wherever this fucking cursed spirit thing is. It's basically whack a mole, um, for lack yes. of a better term. <laughs> it is literally Fushiguro playing whack a mole with this, this this spirit until. You know, another spirit shows up, and then two more spirits show up. Chris, they're just Everybody's just popping showing up. up. Yeah, it's like when somebody's getting beat up at the end of like a, a Monday Night Raw, and then somebody comes out to rescue them, and then two more come That's out right. to help out. You know, here come the Hardy Boys. Here comes Chris Jericho. <laughs> you know, like everyone, they're all just showing up here very conveniently, so each person can have one one on one fight. Um, That's
0: right. You got you got to have your pop. Yeah,
1: but so Yuji and Nabara have to fight off two of the the curse Womb brothers. I can't remember it. I don't know their names.
0: Oh, the, the old fucking bartender looking guy with the fucking, oh yeah, know, he's the got fucking, like the bow tie, the old <laughs> fucking stripper outfit looking like Patrick Swayze on SNL. Yeah, he's with was like the stri- fucking face on his back.
1: Yeah, he's got a face on his back. He's straight out of magic Mike outside of that. Um, and, right. then, and then there's like, don't look
0: at my back.
1: And then the other guy who's just like a blob, like there's, yeah, like, yeah, there's no care. Blob with eyes. Yeah. Just blob with eyes over there. Um,
0: yeah, you know, and can I just go ahead and say, Cody? Overall, outside of like really Mojito, or Mojito, like the villains kind of suck.
1: They do. Um, I think Mojito. Mahi- I think Mojito and uh, Hanami. Hanami's kind of cool, but Hanami only got cool when I found out the thing's name was Hanami. I was like, oh, it has a name. Okay, cool. Yeah. I-, I actually have respect for this this monster thing now. Cause like. When they're fighting just the regular blob things, I'm just like, I, I, it's like whatever. It, it, it's like when when e. goes fighting those things in in Bleach, like like that. that I don't care about that. Where's the rest of the Soul Reapers? Like, I want to see those guys and like let's have fights with them. Um, That's right. But yeah. So so they get split up to fight these two brothers, and um, Pushigora ends up fighting. It seems to be a creature that's ingested one of Sakuna's fingers. It's Very similar to the one they fought at the prison much earlier in the show. Um, And he uses his actual uh, domain expansion. Chimera's Shadow Garden, I believe is what it's called. Hell yeah. Which he, I guess, learned from Gojo. We get to see, see some of their, like, backstory where Gojo basically took him in and you know it turns out fushigoro can actually win a fight chris for once you know it only took us twenty, twenty-three, twenty-four 23 24 episodes to get there but fushigoro finally won a one on one fight
0: yeah because yeah, i was worried he was like they really like they really really talked this guy up like in the beginning
1: yeah he was like, like the first just... like character that we're like who is that guy Oh, he's looking for these cursed items i'm like wow okay like i thought he was going to actually like be sure. kind of decent no he gets his ass beaten every fight
0: yeah, literal like, handle.
1: Ran- random slug with eyes? Guaranteed. I mean,
0: Two
1: to one favorite <laughs> over Fushiguro. Um <laughs> But he, he finally wins his fight. Um and so he he collects Sakuna's finger. And Chris, there was a moment here. I thought he was gonna eat the finger. Like give himself I- I strength. Because like you can tell he wants to catch up um yeah. to Yuji. And we see that in the Gojo flashbacks. I was like, I've been real hype about it. I was like, what if you know, we followed every other trope? Why don't we just have this kid go Sasuke and you know leave the leave the crew and go on his own rogue way? Yeah. I was like, why not? You know, we fucking followed every trope up to this point, but no, he I'm doesn't. He just passes out, and then uh, we, we we flash back to the tag team the tag team title match between Yuji and Nobara against these two Womb brother guys. Um, we have stripper and blob is what we're gonna call them, and yes, yes. Um, Chris, they pretty much just beat the shit out of these guys. Um, they yeah, hit...
0: like really, the only like good thing about this fight was kind of like the aftermath, right? When they're talking, when they're talking through everything, and what am I trying to say? When they're when they're like, kinda... mean, when when you yeah, when Yuji's like, you know, it doesn't matter, like some. I, I took a life and tears were shed over it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like them coming to the terms with the fact that they're going to have to kill cursed spirits that were once human. Because these were once humans. Uh, Mahito, of course, using those, like the, the, like, the babies from the past, like, turned them into this. And, yeah. um, you know, this fight reminds me a lot of. you remember uh, in Full Metal Alchemist when Ed and Al have to fight, like, the other two suits of armor?
0: Yeah, outside of the outside of the um, like the the laboratory, laboratory yeah. five or something yeah.
1: like that. Yeah. I literally got those vibes from this fight. I was like, mm-hmm. Isn't "This just Full Metal Alchemist for a moment here." Um, I don't know. I just, I just <laughs> the show's copied everything else. So, yeah, I mean, you might as well. Just take oh it yeah, out. might as well. I I mean, and, but they do it well, so I can't complain too much. Um, and it it is a cool fight. Uh, we get that cool scene where like is doing her. I don't know what the technique's called. I don't remember if it's the hairpin one or the, the nail and, like, the doll one. But she does that as Yuji hits, like, his black flash technique, and they, like, show them both on screen, and it's, like, super, like, awesomely animated. I can't really describe it.
0: Yep, because she, she uses, what's it called? Reso- what's it called? Like, resolution or restitution, and then she hits... Uh, hairpin is what she hits him with, where the spike comes out of his chest.
1: Yeah, well, she hits him with the nail thing first to, like, break their decay technique. And then, like, later on, she's like, oh, you thought that was the end of my technique? And she, like, snaps her fingers. She's like, hairpin, and, like, the the nail that she hit him with, like, expands, like, really cool techniques. Um, Of course, they win their fight, and they catch up with Fushigora. Like you said, they have that chat with each other where they're, like, kind of just coming to terms with the fact that they're going to have to take out some curses that were humans, like, they're really going to have to kill some people that Mm -hmm. used to be people. Yep. And then... You know, then we then we. Flash. That's a lot.
0: Like that's kind of a big deal for Yuji.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't. You know, he wants to save as many people as he can. He doesn't want to kill anybody. Exactly. Yet. Um. Yeah, and then uh. We we flash forward. We get a scene with Gojo and Uta Hime is the girl's name. Mm-hmm. Um, or is one of the girl's names. I don't know. There's too many damn names, Chris. There's Utahime, There's Mai. There's May. One of the girls, um, Gojo's talking to them about there being a traitor possibly in the school, and he's like, "I hate it to be yep. one of the students." Um, so somebody's a lot of foreshadowing coming yeah, up. A lot, there. lot of foreshadowing, uh, and then we get to see May, who is the girl with the pink hair. Who I didn't really mention yep. at all this whole cast, but she was just kind of one of the st- the faculty from the Kyoto school. Her yeah. and Jodo meet in front of Yoshinobu, who is the principal. Of the Kyoto School, the old man with the guitar. And they recommend Yuji, Ushigura, Nabara, Maki, and our boy Panda be classified as grade one sorcerers. God damn right. Chris they have they have gotten the provisional hero license. They have right. gotten the grade of tuning they are no longer getting. Um they can now go on S rank missions. And yeah, they are, they are <laughs> They're officially grade one sorcerers, whatever term was you was want to say. use.
0: Oh, and that's also kind of where the show ends, because they're all out shopping, and uh, they get the call. They get the fucking call up.
1: Yeah, they get the call from uh, from Gojo. Hey, it's urgent. You know, get over here. Um, which I don't know. I, I don't know. Again, like what Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is about. I don't know if this, like, if that's like the call to lead into the mission for the movie. Uh, you know, similar to how like I, 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 My Hero. possible. Um, yeah. But, you know, it could just lead into the next season and, you know, the movie could be just something totally different. But, you know...
0: I, That'd I, be real fucking hype if that was the lead-in.
1: It would be cool. Um, but I, either way, I'm fine with whatever. You know, it builds the hype for season two. It ends on a good note. Like, we, we know the bad guys are still scheming. They still have the other brother from the Cursed Wombs. They have, like, they have, like a bunch of stuff still. They have all the... F- they have, like, six, I believe, of Sukuna's fingers. Um, I should mention, uh, Sukuna, like, does eat the finger that, uh, Fushigara like, got. He, like, yeah, he, like, tells his... Yuji not to eat it, and then, like, he reaches out to grab it, and he's like, I want you to hold his on to it. His hand just the... eats it. Yeah, and then his hand just, like, Sukuna's mouth just pops out of his hand and eats the finger anyhow, so.
0: And it's just like, uh, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's so, like, whoop. can't control him all the time. Um, yeah, right. it, I think it ends on a pretty good note, um. I hope the intro gets to stick around a little bit in Season 3, because we only got it for, what, 11 episodes? Mm It would be a a shame to just throw that one away because it's a pretty good one. Um, Yeah, Season... I concur. Or Part 2, I should say, not Season 2. I I really enjoyed it. Um, Again, like I know we just breezed through it, kind of, but we got to see a lot of the characters' backstories that we were wondering about, like, why is there just a panda guy? Like, what the fuck's going on here? Mm -hmm. Um, We still need to learn a little bit more uh about a few characters like toge the kid that just says like words um we don't really know much of his backstory but maybe we'll get that down the road um
0: yeah because the only time the only time we see them after that is they're just sitting there like training and yeah they're trying to get stronger and catch up yeah they have their little their little scene
1: yeah him and panda and maki um like i'm starting to recognize their names like which is good. Like they're not just fucking. Who are these? Like we, like you call them the dork squad. Like yeah. They're they're, they're getting a little bit of like uh, of like backstory and character development.
0: They they are growing on me. I'll say that. But like I said, I think I just need to see more. I'm still. I I just noticed it. it it's the formula, right? All these shows are taking that Mirio character for me to really be like, hell yeah, I'm fucking in. You know what I mean?
1: yeah and i think right now it's hard to just not say gojo's my favorite like gojo's Mm -hmm. really like i don't know how i don't know they have to put somebody on gojo's level to make this really matter like
0: yeah they they really need to get a villain in there just really just have a shit kicker that just comes out of nowhere and just really like and and don't give us more of that bullshit like oh here's just an anti-gojo fucking domain right like, don't yeah. give me that shit.
1: Don't yeah. don't don't fucking bullshit me. And don't keep giving me this, oh, Gojo's off doing work in France, or whatever the fuck they say. Like, yeah. no, he's not. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> the problem is right here. The bad guys are all here. Everyone's here. Where is he? Like, oh, he's yes. doing a shopping trip in Dubai. Like, no. No, he's not. No, he's not. i <laughs> making up bullshit excuses. Make a villain yeah, make strong a... enough, or have him Correct. kill everyone, and we just end the show. One or the other. Take your pick. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's just dumb. Ridiculous. Like, like in Dragon I Ball agree. Z, like when they were like, Where's Goku? Like Goku is like on his way, guys. Like we've watched him be running through King Kai's fucking place for weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> floating through space <laughs> yeah. training, yeah, like running on yeah, the military? the Dragon Road or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, he's like, gonna he's gonna be there, don't worry. Um Yeah.
0: Like, oh, and and you know like shit's not gonna resolve until Goku gets there. So, yeah.
1: which it's the same way with Jogo. They're just coming up with dumb excuses. They're like, oh, this is the the Jogo veil, so Jogo can't get in. And then he breaks in. And it's like, yeah, hey.
0: I, I, it.
1: I, they got to do something where he has like an equal. Uh, but I, I, maybe maybe they don't. I, I don't know. We'll we'll have to just maybe, stick.
0: Maybe does he just become like comic relief where like only when shit is really, really crazy he shows up. But like I also hate too that like when he shows up, it's just kind of over. Right?
1: I don't like, know. We I, get I some pretty they, cool they, animation, I just, so I, I think I'm fine with it. Yeah, it, it feels like, like I, I definitely it's like we're watching. stakes. It, it's like we're watching Krillin's point of view of Dragon Ball Z, where you G yes! is just yes! Krillin. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you're you're okay. Like you know, you're gonna die often. Um we will just wish you right back, so it's no big deal. Like, I, I'm, like, Go, like Goku, <laughs> like, you know Goku's there to save the day. Like, that's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's an interesting way to look at it. Um, yeah, I think Yuji is just Krillin. and Go, Gojo <laughs> is Goku. Like, sorry about you. It, it,
0: at least for now, everybody's weak in season one of every show, right? Like, that's just kind of how it goes.
1: Except for Gojo, Chris. Gojo is just not. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: he is like he is like fucking season nine. Oh, I, I, I... Yeah. God damn it! Yeah, yes, exactly.
1: Like everybody else is weak, but Gojo is like,
0: uh, uh. He just shows up in his final form. Yeah. That's just that's like him getting dressed for work. No fucking <laughs> no fucking sandbagging. No no transformations. No hiding techniques. It's like I'm just this.
1: Yeah. Like he is Fuck. just badass. So I think I think we need somebody to like. We need a Vegeta to his Goku. We need something like yes. that where, it, at least, give him a run for his money. Because it just seems like, I mean, even when they were fighting, um, Patch Boy, fucking name, uh, Mahito, oh, like, yeah. Gojo would have showed up, snapped his fingers in ten seconds, and, uh, oh, it, it would
0: have been over. Our
1: main villain would have been, been, yeah, over, would have been dead, literally dead, yeah, just dead as hell. Like it.
0: Yeah, Gojo needs to just be what our fucking class grade-A guy was, right? Which I think... Just that.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe the villains do succeed in sealing Gojo's power or something. They have Like, to. later on. And then do. it kind of, like, evens the playing field a little bit. Because, like, you know, in, in My Hero, you, you know, like, All Might's power, we have a... There's a time limit in it, and we're at the end of it all, at when the show starts. Like, we're at, towards the end right mm-hmm. there. Um, so maybe they're just gonna, you know, figure out some bullshit way to seal Gojo's power... At least for a season or two, so we can, you know, give the other characters a chance.
0: Yeah, because right now it's just like, it doesn't matter. It, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the biggest problem I'm having right now is that, like, the stakes are medium. Like, there's really no threat.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem, it seems like Yuji can't die. Yeah. And it seems like Gojo doesn't have an equal, so. Like, when the old man was like, yeah, we're going to kill Yuji Itamori, I'm like, Gojo will literally slaughter everyone. All, yeah, all, all of you, at the same time. <laughs> sure, I don't understand how. The super attacks, the domain expansions, really aren't that well explained. Or Gojo, when he did his little red-blue fucking Venn diagram into purple and then just right. shot a beam across the world. Like <laughs> I don't understand those abilities, but it looked cool. Um,
0: that's, that's all I know.
1: But yeah, o- Overall, of course, the animation, fantastic. Intro, fantastic. Outro, not that great. Uh, for the second part, but overall, I really did enjoy it. But Chris, we got to throw this thing. I forgot to mention this before the podcast. We got to put this on our rankings. We have, we sure do. We have finished a season here, so let me pull up our anime ranking
0: here. All right. Uh,
1: I don't know where I'm going to put this one, Chris. You know what? I do See, know.
0: I, I don't either. I I genuinely don't yet because I I I don't know how I feel about it yet. Um.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll post your list if you need it.
0: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to do some 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 kind of some soul searching take, on here. Take
1: a look at that, and I'm, I think okay. I'm I'm gonna put it as my number ten for now. Um, which yeah. is right for on my list. I have Demon Slayer at nine, and I think this is not there yet. Uh, I think Demon Slayer is all having some things that are pretty tropey. Uh, I think it's also doing some things that. Haven't been done before. I'm mm-hmm. um, not just, of course, counting animation, but I think it's also like just doing things that we've never seen. Um, yeah. And I, you know, Demon Slayer took a while to grow on us. I'm sure Jujutsu Kaisen will take a little while to grow on us. You know, Demon Slayer. We've also had a movie where where you found your favorite character. Um, yes. And who knows? Maybe my favorite character's hanging out in the movie. Yeah. And we just we just can't watch it yet. You know, it's just it's, right. It's a, it's a it's a couple months away or however long it'll be before they put it on the streaming services, but for now it it's it's definitely under demon slayer it's above japan sinks afro samurai shampoo all that stuff mm-hmm. and it has the potential like i mean it's it's in my current top 10 for this for our show of course uh and it has definitely has the potential to get up there with you know the likes of like a my hero or a demon slayer or you know a promise neverland because promise neverland shit the bed but
0: I agree. It's got a lot of upside, and uh, for me, it's actually going to be right now. It's right outside of my top ten. I've got it right under Death Note and right above Fully Cooley, um,
1: which is a good company I, to have, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think you're in good company there. You're right above the, you're right outside of the of the
1: you know the elite. Yeah, the upper um, echelon of shonen and suds. Right.
0: <laughs> and now you're in a you're in the um you're in the blue world order and you're trying to get to the uh you're trying to get to the wolf pack you know what i mean
1: yeah and i think there's a clear jump at least on your list for sure yeah. between jiu-jitsu kaisen and truly coolie
0: 100 percent, like what? one through 12 through 23 are going to be our kind of average whereas 11 through 1 through 11 are like like what am i trying to say they're all like desert island worthy shows
1: yeah yeah i agree and it's the same on my list, it's just we, we got some things switched around a little bit but, like, Japan Sinks compared to Jujutsu Kaisen, I mean, it's not close. Like,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's Japan not sink,
1: close. Like, outside of episode 2 of Japan Sinks, it just got very predictable, like, oh, this character probably won't make it. Um, <laughs>
0: Pretty much. Yeah,
1: so it'll be my number 10, your number 11. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely has a ton of, ups, a ton of potential here. Um, I agree. I think a little bit overhyped. I, I think this new bit. I don't know if it's the little newer bit. age of anime kids that are coming along and like they they see a fight and they're like best anime ever.
0: And I I think that's what it is like and, it it's it's like I was saying man high spot anime that's really and, all this. And I think it just
1: it just needs some like it needs a person to sit them down and be like, "Well, have you seen this?" And
0: it's like, "No. Have you seen Fist of the North Star <laughs> yeah. son?
1: Yeah, like have you seen Naruto and Sasuke clash? Have you seen like Goku and watched- Majin Peach- and Kid Buu. Like, have you seen like these things happen? Like, right.
0: Well, because like, I'm even watching too. And like, like, again, I was watching Fist of the North Star, and some of those fight scenes still hold up. However, there is a, and it definitely has the biggest budget of like my man's shirt, Kenshiro. His shirt and jacket rip in every episode. Like, he hulks up, and they just fucking disintegrate before he hits somebody with like the north. Star Wave, and he's like, "You're already dead." Then, like the next episode, he's just got his fucking jacket and shirt back, and I'm like, "Dog, you're in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Where are you finding all of these new clothes?"
1: He's got a tailor just ready to sew it up. Yes,
0: I, I guess. Like it's the most ridiculous thing, but like I guess in 1985 it made sense. But like everything you see now, you definitely see is just pays. It, you know, all these shows paved the way for you know the stuff we see now, but. I don't know. I, I just feel like I feel like at least with Fist of the North Star you're getting like a really solid story along with these high spots. And I don't know. I feel like sometimes these newer shows really try to inject the humor and the pop culture and the slang just a little too much.
1: I do. I do you know like I, mean? I think in this one I do like some of the pop culture references.
0: They're kids, right? So it makes sense.
1: Yeah. Like, and and I, I mean I I don't know. I feel like the show needs to branch out a little bit more on its own. I agree. Like, I like agree. you got He's your first season, on. you got your you got your tournament, you got your you know your initial emotional fight with Goombay, but like let's let's break off on our own. Let's create some trends rather than following, you know. Yep, I concur. And that that's what I'm looking forward to. And I think when it gets to that point, that's when it gets to be up there with. You know, the My, the My Heroes, the things like that. Because My Hero did the same thing. My Hero had the tropes. Yep. Uh, we have like five tournaments in My Hero. We're still doing tournaments in My oh, Hero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just making shit up to have tournaments for. But we're, having, sure. we're still having these like very intense moments that haven't really, like emotional moments like the airy stuff. Like that. that is just untouchable when it comes to anything we've seen from Jujutsu Kaisen. Like the Junpei thing pales in comparison. Uh, yeah, big time. And I think big when we get time. when we get those moments with Jujutsu Kaisen, that's when it'll be up in like the top top five. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Again, a lot of upside. I don't think I
0: could have said that better myself. Yeah. I, I think you've hit the nail right on the head.
1: Yeah, it, there, there's a ton of upside, um, and I, I think we'll get there. But uh, yeah, that's I agree. that's all I got. That's enough Jujutsu Kaisen, Chris. I I I am gonna forget all of these characters' names, unfortunately, except for uh, Gojo. And yeah, I, I'm pooped out on Jujutsu Kaisen for the moment. Uh, there's too many names that are way too close together. And uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week on Shonen and Suds, guys. Once again, if you guys wanna follow along for our polls, shit, Chris, we need a poll.
0: Oh no. Oh man. Well, let's just do another movie. Oh. You know what? Shit. What, what, what 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 finished second on the uh, what finished second on this previous poll?
1: Uh, let me go pull. I think it was Fireworks it, okay, we're doing fireworks then. All right, all right. Yeah, we'll do that cuz we I got to get out of here. Yeah, I got to get out of here. Gotta, you got to you got to hit the road,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'll get this thing edited um and yeah, so we'll do Bubble next week. These are both Netflix animated films. Uh, not by Netflix, they're just on Netflix. You guys know what I mean. Um so we're going to do Bubble. It comes out on the 28th, which is by the time you're listening to this podcast, it will be out. Mm-hmm. Check it out. We're going to review it next week, so if you don't want to get spoiled. Make sure you watch it. And then we're going to do fireworks the week after. Really don't know anything about it. I imagine bubble has to do with bubble and fireworks has to do with fireworks. So, you know, we're both big fans of Independence Day. So we're looking forward to that. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I am Cody Snodgrass.
0: And I'm Chris Adams. And baby, you're a firework. Because baby, I was (laughs)
1: was like, I know you're going to sing it. (laughs)
0: I am right.